Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fork Epiphany podcast. This podcast is hosted by... Good, steady pressure. That's the key. I'm all about the vagina. And I will not be judged by you or society. I will wear whatever and blow whomever I want as long as I can breathe and kneel. I believe the French had quite a bit of luck using their tongues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you call that little thing? We call it the Euphoric Epiphany Podcast. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there. Um, so this podcast, I want to talk about one of the biggest issues in relationships that I see. And when I say relationships, I'm right now just generally talking about long-term monogamous relationships. Um, what I see here is like the biggest issue is mismatched desire style. So that's when one person has a very high desire or high libido possibly a spontaneous desire style i'll get into that uh or what desire style is a little later in the show um and then where the other partner has fairly low desire or low libido or possibly responsive desire style now the problem doesn't come when you have two partners with um different desires or desire levels like that's 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 not the problem what becomes the sexual dysfunction is when we get two people who are on different sides you know one person has low desire one person has high desire and then they're not talking to each other and then one person is you know trying to come on to the other person because you know they have higher desire then they're being rejected because the other person doesn't want to have sex and, and then that's when we can get and then we're not talking about our feelings or where we're really at and how this may affect us. What we're doing now is we're just we're building up resentment on both people's sides and we're not coming to a conclusion that's beneficial for both. And then that's when you see sexual dysfunction that can leak into other parts of the relationship. And I'm being non-gender specific for a reason here as well because many people find or would like to think that low desire is a women's issue or women um, are the ones with lower desire. And I would have to say from my experience of talking with clients and my colleagues' experiences is that men have like, it's 50-50 on who has the lower desire style. Um, but because it's so often heard about that women have lower desire, that they're more likely to come out with that and ask for help. That is why when we talk about the differences of men and women, it's not that important, to be honest with you. Like, um, say you have a room of 200 people and on the left side you have 100 people who identify as men and on the right side you have 100 people that identify as women. Then you ask them a bunch of scientific questions. <laughs> That's not a word. And, and you will find slight differences between those two groups of men and women. But you know what's even more important is the differences that you're going to find within those groups as opposed to against those two groups. So the differences between men and women, phooey. <laughs> We're all individuals. We all have um, our own spectrum of desire and masculinity and femininity. And 
we should be treated as individuals, not as, okay, well, you're a dude and you have low desire. And then that is supposed to mean that there's something wrong with you. But that's that's not true. That's just who you are as your individual person. And, you know, and unless it's really low and you're it's not going well with your life, then, of course, yeah, you can go talk to your doctor. But generally, um, if you are the one with low desire in your relationship, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with you. That's just who you are. So another thing we like to talk about when it comes to desire is desire styles. When we used to think of sexuality, and a lot of people still do, um, is we think, okay, we desire sex, then we get aroused, then we fool around, orgasm, woo! Um, And that would be spontaneous desire style. Desire kind of comes out of nowhere, and it hits you like lightning in the groin, and all of a sudden you're like, damn, let's do this. Um, and that is totally okay, and that is like, I think, 45% of the population, so that that's with men and women um, but we generally see it more with men just a tiny little bit so that is the spontaneous desire style and now that we're looking more into desire and arousal we see that for quite a large number of people that sometimes that desire and arousal bit are switched around so for plenty of people they actually have to be aroused before they desire sex So, and that would be responsive desires. So a lot of people with responsive desire styles feel that they have low desire because they don't desire sex, you know, as soon as somebody brings up the idea of sex. So, and that is also when you see, you know, people who are like, um, well, I'm not in the mood for sex, but then we have sex and, you know, I orgasm and it was a good time, but I'm just not in the mood most of the time to have sex. So generally, if you just feel like you're not in the mood, um, but that sometimes you just give it a go and then you have a great time, that there you have it. You have a responsive desire style. So there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfectly okay. And you may not even have a lower desire than your partner. You just need to be aroused before you can, before the idea of sex is appealing to you. So that's totally okay. So when you have that, instead of just saying no right away, if you're not in the mood, um, communicate with your partner. That's always 100%, you know, communication, consent, is absolutely what you need to do in this situation. But if you're just kind of not in the mood, then just remember that generally when you do fool around, you do get aroused and you do enjoy sex. So instead of saying just, no, I'm not in the mood, say, you know what, I'm not really in the mood right now, but I it would be okay with making out for 10 minutes. And if I'm up for sex, then we can probably do that. So we'll get back to the dysfunction part of this. If you are just not in the mood and you're just saying no all the time, um, then your partner with the higher desire is going to feel rejection. And rejection happens sometimes. Like, we have, if we're in a partnership, we have to understand that sometimes our partner is going to say no. Absolutely. But when you're getting no all of the time, you just stop asking. And then that is when you're going to get needs that aren't met on both sides. And then the dysfunction can leak to other places of your relationship. And that's what we want to avoid. So communication, communication. Um, I also want to touch on, you know, 
people with the lower desire can just feel like, oh my God, it's just sex. Like, what's the big deal? But I can say from personal experience that physical touch, physical affection and sex is one of the biggest ways that I receive and give love. So sex to me isn't just some way to get off. Sex to me is a way that I can communicate the love that I have for my partner. It's it's where I feel the most loved with my partner. Um, it reminds me that we're in it together and we are, you know, more than just friends. We are romantic partners together. We're uh, partners in the sense that we run this household together and we raise our children together. And, and sex is just one of those ways that we can bring it all together and, you know, everything is going to be okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's not just sex. Sex is a way to just intimately connect with your partner so you're not just roommates. And I would love to hear from you about this topic. You can email me at victoria at euphoricepiphany.com. Do you feel that you have lower desire in your relationship or higher desire in your relationship? If you were single and dating, is that match something you're actually looking for? Do you put it on your Tinder profile? <laughs> anyway, I'd love to hear from you. Again, my email is victoria at euphoricepiphany.com. You can also email me there for future podcast topics. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next hump day.